ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम द भगवद गीता चैप्टर फाइव कर्म योगा एक्शन इन कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस सो वी आर एक्टिव बीइंग्स कॉन्स्टेंटली मेकिंग प्लान्स फॉर द फ्यूचर आवर थॉट्स मैनिफेस्ट इन एक्शंस repeated actions form habits those habits make up our character and that character determines our destiny as one famous philosopher said or commented we are not human beings on a spiritual journey but rather we are spiritual beings on a human journey every journey starts with a step and in chapter 5 Krishna explains how to take steps in the right direction. There are steps leading to further entanglement in worldly complexities, but there are also steps leading to a life of liberation, freedom and tranquility. Whatever choices that we made in the past have brought us to the present situation, and whatever we do now will decide our future. every choice every action that we engage in can either bind us to the laws of karma or can liberate us so this chapter is specifically talking about in continuation to the third chapter which is also entitled as karma yoga about how while being active in this world we can remain free from the intricacies of karma or the complexities of uh, this inevitable powerful law of the universe so we shall start with uh, chapter number 5 and text number 1 onwards so this chapter starts with arjuna's confusion he says arjuna uvacha sanyasam karmanam krishna punar yogam cha samshasi yashreya etayorekam tanme bruhi sunishchitam arjuna said o krishna first of all you ask me to renounce work and then again you recommend work with devotion Now will you kindly tell me definitely which of the two is more beneficial? So essentially Arjuna is confused by Krishna's equivocal instructions. In the fourth chapter Krishna said one must indulge in or engage in sacrifices which are according to one's prescribed duties in this world and all these sacrifices culminate in knowledge. and then in the end krishna says now armed with this knowledge you engage in your work you fight so arjuna is asking on one side you are asking me to renounce work because ultimately everything culminates in knowledge but then you are again asking me to work in devotion so what am i supposed to do should i work or should i not he is thinking that renunciation that is vairagya and work in devotion are two mutually exclusive paths 
but krishna is going to clarify his confusion and our confusion as well because a lot of us might have also had this question that if i take to spiritual life if i want to be free from any karmic reactions i must uh, renounce work so i must give up whatever i am doing but that's a misconception which krishna is going to clarify he says in text 2 shri bhagavan uvacha sanyasah karma yogascha nihashreyas karavabhau tayostu karma sanyasat karma yogo vishishyate the personality of god had said the renunciation of work and work and devotion are both good for liberation but of the two work and devotional service is better than renunciation of work yes so when somebody is engaged only in material work for him renunciation is recommended but since everyone is born with a particular nature you cannot stop a person from doing something so therefore it is recommended by krishna so you have to eventually engage in some sort of work so you work in devotional service similar principle he explained in the third chapter also because this is better than renunciation of work and he explains the consciousness of such a person text 3 gehas gehas nitya sanyasi yona dveshti na kankshati nirdvando hi mahabaho sukham bandhat pramuchyate so this is how a person is expected to work one who neither hates nor desires the fruits of his activities is known to be always renounced somebody who is unattached to whatever results comes after doing his best such a person is always considered to be renounced that means he is unaffected by whatever good or bad comes after putting in his best effort so renunciation does not mean detachment from duty it means detachment from whatever result comes after doing one's best such a person free from all dualities easily overcomes material bondage and is completely liberated o mighty armed arjuna text 4 sankhya yogau prithak balah pravadanti na panditah ekamapi astitah samyog ubhayor vindate phalam text 5 yat sankhya prapyate sthanam tad yoge rapi gamyate ekam sankhyam cha yogam cha yah pashyati na pashyati translations only the ignorant speak of devotional service that is karma yoga as being different from the analytical study of the material world sankhya yoga sankhya yoga means trying to analyze the difference between the soul and the body the temporary and the permanent and trying to understand it and then ultimately working towards the ultimate goal of life human life that is self realization god realization understanding that it is more important to invest our time and energy in something that will give me permanent benefits rather than the temporary ones so krishna is saying there are two paths to attain perfection one is uh, this analytical study of the body and mind trying to understand cultivate knowledge and one is karma yoga the path of connecting with the lord with our karma those who are actually learned say that he who applies himself well to one of these paths achieves the results of both so both are equally powerful 
one who knows that the position reached by means of analytical study can also be attained by devotional service and who therefore sees analytical study and devotional service to be on the same level sees things as they are so krishna is saying so it's not just that path of sankhya yoga trying to sit and analyze and come to a certain conclusion that will lead you to the perfection of human life but by engaging in devotional work will also help you achieve the same goal and uh, why is this devotional service recommended rather than sitting and trying to analyze this world and our own nature because we are all born with a particular nature and we are helplessly forced to work according to that nature we can't sit artificially uh, because it is premature to renounce things at this stage so a person who is not ready for sanyas or renunciation yet if he takes to it after some times he will be forced to give it up he will be forced to act according to his nature he is not prepared therefore he'll be doing injustice to both the orders of life sanyas and of course the other uh, order in which he was living in could be a brahmachari or a grihastha a family man so rather the easier path is shown by krishna through the bhagavad gita stay wherever you are from from there you try to engage in my service try to connect with me that is the path of karma yoga not giving up our karma but utilizing the fruits of our karma using our talents expertise time energy resources to serve god to connect with god that is the path it's not a path of rejection it is a path of connection text 6 krishna says <clears throat> continuing on the same theme sanyasastu mahabaho dukham aptum ayogatah yoga yukto munir brahma na chirenadhikachati merely renouncing all activities and yet not engaging in the devotional service of the lord cannot make one happy but a thoughtful person engaged in devotional service can achieve the supreme without delay we have to understand the goal of renunciation is so that we can disconnect ourselves from material work and eventually engage in the devotional service of the lord so simply renouncing will not help ultimately we have to engage in the devotional service so if that is the goal why do you need to give up what you are doing why do you need to give up your family your home you simply if the goal is devotional service wherever you are from there you can engage and that way you can achieve perfection and peace as well and happiness text 7 yoga yukto vishuddhatma vijitatma jitendriya sarvabhutatma bhutatma kurvan api na lipyate and what happens to such a person who engages in devotional work in this consciousness uh, while working in this world always being very alert to the ultimate goal of life self realization god realization simultaneously fixing his consciousness on the lord utilizing the fruits of his actions the service of the lord such a person who works in devotion who is a pure soul and who controls his mind and senses is dear to everyone and everyone is dear to him though always working such a man is never entangled because he sees everyone on a spiritual platform or from from a spiritual platform how everybody is a spiritual being 
belonging to the same family and since since he is not selfish his desires are directed towards pleasing the lord so he doesn't uh, discriminate he doesn't engage in uh, actions which are motivated by duality he is my friend he is my enemy there is profit loss he remains equiposed his mind and senses are always under control by engaging in the devotional service of the lord and such a person then is never bound by the law of karma <coughs> text 8 and 9 and 10 neva kinchit karomiti yukto manyeta tattvit pashyan shrinavan sparshan jigrahan ashnan gachchan swapan shwasan pralapan visrijan grahanan उन्मिषन निमिषन्नपी इंद्रियाणिंद्रियार्थेशु वर्तन्त इति धारयन् ही कंटिन्यूज ऑन द सेम थिंग हाउ अ पर्सन इन सच अ कॉन्शियसनेस वाज वर्किंग इन डिवोशन अ पर्सन इन द डिवाइन कॉन्शियसनेस ऑल्दो एंगेज्ड इन सीइंग हियरिंग टचिंग स्मेलिंग ईटिंग दैट मींस वर्किंग लाइक एनी अदर ऑर्डिनरी ह्यूमन बीइंग मूविंग अबाउट स्लीपिंग एंड ब्रीदिंग ऑलवेज नोज विद इन हिमसेल्फ दैट ही एक्चुअली डज नथिंग एट ऑल because while speaking evacuating receiving or opening or closing his eyes he always knows that only the material senses are engaged with their objects and that he is aloof from them he is fully realized that is a soul living within the body and whatever work is being carried out the senses and the body are engaged and he has nothing to do with it because he has a higher purpose his purpose is spiritual because he is spiritual while we live in this world we have been given this body and related to this body we have to perform certain prescribed duties but they should be performed like we are doing the needful remembering our original spiritual nature that we are spiritual beings parts and parcels of god so without forgetting that such a person will never get entangled and he will be able to live like a lotus leaf as krishna talks about uh, in the next verse ब्रह्मण्य आधाय कर्माणि संगम त्यक्ता करोतीह लिप्यते न सस्पापेन पद्मपत्रम इवांभसा ब्यूटीफुल एनालॉजी कृष्णा गिव्स सच अ पर्सन कैन लिव लाइक अ लोटस लीव वन हु परफॉर्म्स हिज ड्यूटी विदाउट अटैचमेंट सरेंडरिंग द रिजल्ट्स अनटू द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड इज अनफेक्टेड बाय सिनफुल एक्शंस एज द लोटस लीव इज अनटच्ड बाय वाटर द लोटस लीव इज सराउंडेड बाय वाटर फ्रॉम ऑल साइड्स but not even a single drop can stay on it so we have to work in this world we cannot avoid it but we can definitely avoid the sinful reactions the bondage of karma by acting in divine consciousness and uh, so that we can remain untouched by the complexities of material life the reactions to our actions and we remain unaffected by or immune to the bondage which comes by uh, engaging in actions which are devoid of god consciousness any action done minus god is going to produce some reaction and is going to cause further entanglement in material life and then is going to lead to some future suffering even the so called happiness that comes because of just being good doing good work which is minus god that's good work even that keeps us bound to the law of karma to the cycle of birth and death liberation doesn't happen the problems of birth old age disease death they continue the problems caused by mind and body problems caused by others natural disasters 
they all continue we all have to face it but a person who is in divine consciousness in, is in union with the divine is connected to the lord he is unaffected like a lotus leaf is unaffected by water text 11 and 12 kayena manasa buddhya kevaler indriyerapi yoginah karma kurvanti sangam tyaktvatmas shuddhaye the yogis abandoning attachment act with body mind intelligence and even with the senses only for the purpose of purification yuktah karma phalam tyaktva shantim apnoti naishtikim ayuktah kamakarena phale sakto nibadhyate the steadily devoted soul attains unadulterated peace because he offers the results of all activities to me whereas a person who is not in union with the divine who is greedy for the fruits of his own labor becomes entangled krishna summarizes that one who works for his own pleasure like a selfish man he gets entangled but one who works whose desires are in union with my desires he becomes peaceful and uh, he achieves unadulterated peace he says unadulterated nashtikam shantim apnoti nashtikam so this is the summary of what krishna has spoken till now which he speaks in text number 12 i'll repeat the translation the steadily devoted soul attains unadulterated peace because he offers the result of all activities to me whereas a person who is not in union with the divine who is greedy for the fruits of his labor becomes entangled so i'll just give a brief summary of uh, what is being spoken in these 12 verses Arjuna is still confused despite Krishna's explanations in chapter 3 Arjuna still considers work and renunciation to be mutually exclusive paths thus Krishna elaborates on how an individual who works in a spiritual consciousness is automatically elevated to the platform of renunciation if one engages in righteous work offering the results to god and all the while keeping alert to the ultimate goal then such work becomes worship for most people it would be premature and detrimental to severe themselves from worldly relationships and duties in pursuance of spiritual perfection which is the goal of life should never be forgotten and therefore the path of karma yoga offers a progressive means of spiritual development while simultaneously staying in the world just as a lotus leaf is surrounded by water but remains completely dry one can stay in the world and still remain aloof from its influences by being in union with the divine by being in union with the divine will living our lives according to his will and not according to our own whims and fancies thank you very much hari krishna